to my podcast. Let's go. I'm all about doing what I want to do and living life to the fullest. Every day, me and my team, we're on a mission to help you achieve all of your dreams. Welcome to my first investment property podcast, where we talk about our experience gained, wisdom learned, and the lessons learned throughout the process of real estate investment and development. I'm Edwin Carrion, the creator of my first investment property podcast. Stay on after the show, and I'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest growing podcasts in our industry. With that being said, let's get started. Hey, super excited to uh, welcome you to the show today. So Liz, thanks for joining us. Awesome. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here. So looking forward to digging into your story and learning the background and kind of what you're doing in investment real estate. So do you want to share with the audience kind of what you're doing and, and how you got started? Awesome. I'd love to. Um, so I'm 10 years into the Air Force currently. And right now I have um, five doors, two duplexes, one single family. Um, just started this journey a couple years ago. And it honestly all started with a podcast that I'll give a shout out to, even though they don't make episodes anymore, but it's Listen Money Matters. Um, and a great guy uh, named Andrew was the host. And it's kind of funny because his co-host was like, oh, that's, I don't know. I don't know. Real estate. I don't know. So he kind of had to convince his um, co-host that it was a good idea. Um, and that's what sparked it because uh, looking back, I think a lot of people can say they met someone and they found out they were a real estate investor and they were like, you can do that. <laughs> That's cool. You're just, you're just a normal person. So I, that's when that kind of dawned on me, I could do that too, if this guy can do it. Um, so that's where it all started. He had purchased a turnkey property through one of the many websites and companies that are now super publicized. Um, and I thought, well, that sounds like a good idea. So I started researching that, um, ended up getting orders over to the UK. And so we've done, we've done it all remotely myself and my awesome wife who has been patient enough with this crazy idea I had and somehow convinced her to tag along with. Um, so we used a turnkey property. We can dig into that more for the first property and then used agents for the next two. Um, and now we're here. I've definitely learned a lot, um, especially from the most recent property uh, that I have collected zero rent from in the past three or four months. So that would be a good story to dig into. Sure. A lot of lessons learned. Um, but now I'm here and I definitely want to keep going. I want to keep learning, keep investing, looking forward to getting back to the States next year to uh, do some house hacking and just house coast hacking. the wave. There you go. Yeah. So where is home in the U.S.? I came from Texarkana, Arkansas originally. Okay. Uh, I spent many years in Nebraska uh, with the Air Force and that's also like a second home to me. Um, when I go back, it will probably be settling down in Colorado just for quality of life and weather, stuff like that. Yep. All right on that. So, so just let us pause just for a sec, because I mean, you said something that's interesting and not a typical conversation. So you're, you're stationed in another country, another continent, not just, um, it's not like you're just popping across the border. And so have you done all of this, um, startup and set up and, and get your business running remote? Yes. Um, I was lucky enough to be in the States for the closing of the first property. No. Um, but the other two, I closed with the power of attorney and then I closed through the legal office, which is a benefit we have on the base mm -hmm. um, that allowed that was a notary. They signed it all 
and then we mailed it uh, as quickly as it could get back. So I've had help from family and friends to kind of be POAs and stuff like that, but it's all been remote networking with agents. Um, the um, turnkey company also is just remote. Um, I haven't even seen this third property in person, but I luckily have seen the first two just over time. I didn't see them definitely before I bought them. So that was a, a hump to get over mentally, but that's, people do it all the time, which is super funny. interesting. So that's funny. I mean, cause you're in a business where precision is everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people are wondering, why don't you, uh, why don't we dive into the story of your, your uh, rental property that doesn't produce income? Yes. So, um, took a little break after we bought the second duplex, um, which was excellent. And the, the turnkey property has been excellent. So uh, definitely lessons learned. I think I got a little lazy and got a little like, well, I've kind of, I have a system. I kind of got it figured out, kind of got that, uh, put it on autopilot a little bit. Um, and step number one was finding it through an agent in Kansas City. It's on the Kansas side of Kansas City. Um, it looked good. It had one vacant, vacant unit, one unit with a tenant. Um, and they gave me a rent roll that had some handwritten uh, stuff on it. So that's probably lesson number one uh, to take away from that. Uh, so so, what, so what, over... is that, what does that mean to the listeners? Just explain a little bit. Sure. Yeah. So uh, whenever you purchase any kind of rental property, you can request a rent roll from the property manager or from the owner, and they'll send you something usually. Uh, sometimes if it's like a mom and pop landlord, it can be something as simple as a handwritten receipt. Um, so you have to go into that knowing that maybe that's Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. It's just kind of taking it with a grain of salt. Um, other times you'll get actual printed receipts that are bank statements. Um, but it just shows you that, yes, this property has been receiving this amount of income versus just taking their word for it, that they have a tenant at this amount or whatever. Um, but this one came in the form of just a, a document that had some actual statements from uh, the, whatever property management software they use but then they had handwritten that they accepted in cash some payments. So I took that for what it was, but I didn't realize how big of a problem it would be during COVID when you maybe can't, maybe shouldn't evict people right? Uh, when, when they lose their jobs. So that's been a huge thing that's been tossed around in my brain a lot is how to handle someone who's not lost their job. What do you do? It's a different time. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> long story short, that rent roll said that I would be getting the 850 a month that she had been paying. Um, and then as soon as my property manager took over, um, the information was passed on that she lost her job, who knows when, and couldn't pay on the first of the month when it was due. So that was February. And she's she was pretty communicative in the beginning, saying, "I yes, I'll apply for assistance. I'll do this. I'll do that. But it's pretty much been radio silence for over a month and she still hasn't paid uh, any money. And the vacant unit is still vacant, which is baffling uh, when everyone talks about the hot market and housing shortage and everything. So I'm just starting to kind of deal with all this uh, in my brain. Because like I said, I was kind of on autopilot. Everything had gone so well yeah, yeah. Um, until this point. So I'm having to flex and learn and maybe reach out more and be more hands-on than I have been in the past. 
Interesting. I mean, we so often talk about how in our business or life, we have, you know, these success things, but it's not often someone says, Hey, look, this is, this is something I did. Um, that's not working out. And this is how I'm working through it. So just appreciate you being honest and, and, oh, yeah. and, and sharing that there's two sides to lots of these stories. Um, the first few, like you said, went really well and very easy. And this one, not so yes. easy. Definitely. Um, and I think that's the thing that doesn't get highlighted a lot on some of the the bigger name podcasts that I love to listen to um, and have learned a ton from, but there's only a couple out there that will really highlight, um, mainly highlight uh, missteps or failures. Mm-hmm. Um, and then especially when people come on, they just talk about, yeah, I've got this much cash flow. I've got this many doors. I've done this, I've done that. Yeah. Uh, but, but we could learn so much more from them telling us about their failures or their missteps, um, especially during COVID. I am, I am kind of disappointed with the content that's come out since COVID has happened uh, because I haven't listened to a single podcast that has talked about someone handling the same situation that I'm in, but there's so many people that have to be in the same situation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, I spend a fair amount of time reading every day, a lot of financial stuff and you're right, but nobody is, nobody's talking about it, but it's, it's a reality. And the bigger question is going to be, what's it going to look like a year from now? Um, I've heard, I've heard people say this is just the beginning. Um, We haven't seen what what the final outcome is going to be. Right. It's a crazy time um, to be an investor, to be a person who just needs to rent an apartment. It's it's a weird time for everyone. Um, So hopefully this show will also start highlighting people in my situation and um, maybe someone will reach out to me and tell me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) So do you you have a network? Do you want to walk? walk us through a little bit of your team. I mean, cause you're in a unique situation. So like you said, you've got access through the military through, um, you know, legal services there, but, um, you mentioned that you originally started turnkey property. Now you're working with a realtor, you've got a property manager. So do you want to walk us through what your team structure looks like? For sure. Um, team, a team is super important. Um, and I honestly haven't mastered it fully at this point. It's something that I definitely need to work on um, but for now I have, uh, I use the turnkey property, um, turnkey company, excuse me, to purchase that first property. I use, uh, a lender that he recommended. I used, uh, I think I found my own inspector, but most of it was just like, I'm, I'm new, please help me hold my hand, which is kind of the point of turnkey companies, um, sure. I, for a lot of people. Yep. Uh, but since then, yes, I, I networked in, my hometown to buy the second duplex in Arkansas with an agent that I knew as a family friend, uh, which was a terrible idea. Everybody says that I, I proved it to myself, um, by doing it. Uh, but I mean, she did a great job with the purchase, but it was the aftertimes. Anyways, that's a different story. Then, uh, focus back on Kansas city. Um, just, I, we feel like there's a much better growth potential, more appreciation potential versus my hometown. Um, it's kind of podunk, but, um, in Kansas City, I networked through the uh, Bigger Pockets website and uh, talked to several agents in the area and ended up landing on one who was just a go-getter um, and didn't shy away from me, although I was a new investor, which I appreciated. Um, I really appreciate humility. Uh, so that was that was something that attracted to me to him um, was that he was very down to earth and wasn't uh, bothered by the fact that I only had a couple doors at that time. Um, and he did a great job. Uh, so I'm sticking with him for what I'm doing. Uh, he recommended a, a lender that I 
ended up interviewing and liked much better than the other guy I was using. They're awesome. Um, and then the property manager that I have uh, was inherited from the turnkey property that's also in Kansas City. Uh, but she's done a great job. Um, this is the only, the first time that we've had any type of issue. And I honestly don't think it's anything that she has done or hasn't done. I think it's just an odd situation. Yep. Um, so I lean on her a lot when it comes to uh, running the numbers on properties, learning what they're, um, what they could rent for, what the neighborhood is like. Um, so a proper, good property manager is probably like, I think the most key player on your team. Um, and then from there, I, I use the, our legal office a lot uh, for different services because it's free to me and it's uh, no, there's no bias or like no need to really explain myself. That's what they're there for. They help us, which is an awesome benefit of being over here. Um, and then from there, I just have uh, people I've met along the way. Um, there's a UK meetup that someone started locally that I attend um, here and there. And that's actually how I heard about this opportunity to be on this show. Um, so it's just kind of a smattering. Um, you should probably have a much better team than I have built a stronger, more cohesive team for if you're going to invest from overseas, um, especially if you want to do a burr or something a little more hands-on. Yep. Um, but it's not that hard. You can figure it out. Um, I'm just a normal lady and I figured it out. <laughs> so. Well, that's, that's really cool. I, I think that's really inspiring. And I, I, I think one of the things that you mentioned that often uh, people getting started um, discount is that there are lots of people that have gone before you and made mistakes that are successful. And the advantage that you have over somebody who's been in the business for a while is lots of times those people will invest time in you because you're new. So I think you've off there's a, you've sometimes got an advantage. Like yes, you don't have fifty doors, but that's a that's a whole different conversation. Um, people will look at you differently, treat you differently when you do, and probably be, be a little less likely to share their secrets, tips, hacks, and challenges they've had with somebody who's got that much you know uh, invested already. Sure, I think that's a good point. So where do you go from here? What are your what are your plans moving forward? Not the the private secret, you know, I've got all these properties in this neighborhood lined up, but like big picture. <laughs> <laughs> big picture, the next move is to get back to the States and get to do my first house hack. It's something that I am super interested and excited about. Um, just the idea of being able to live for a reduced amount is something that can really free up so much of your time, energy, and money to focus then on the rest of your portfolio. Right. So that's definitely definitely where I'm looking next, whether it's going to be renting out a basement bedroom or buying a quad. Um, that's definitely the direction I'm heading because um, there's so I feel like there's just so much power in getting rid of that huge living expense. Um, then from there, I think Kansas City is probably going to be the place for us for a while. Yeah. Um, and probably try to look at some more small multifamily and eventually maybe uh, two to five years down the road. I am also very interested in getting into maybe some syndications uh, with some of my military mentors and mentees that have come on this journey with me who are willing to invest with that strategy because we move around so much that that's, that's a great strategy for us versus someone who lives and invests in the same town for a long time. 
Sure. And I mean, most of the people that I've interviewed today don't typically invest in the same town, but they can at least easily drive there or if worst case fly there. I mean, sure. Um, there, so yeah, you're in a totally different situation. So, um, that's really cool. Um, so any, um, any advice you'd give people that are listening that are thinking, Hey, this, this sounds interesting. Um, although a little bit scary, um, what would you tell them to do to get started? To get started, I think the easy go-to that everybody says is educate yourself. So they're doing a good job already by listening to a podcast about someone who's just getting started. Um, but the I think the main advice that I want to impart on people is that it's not rocket science. It's not impossible. Um, as soon as that light bulb goes off, that's all you need. And then just go for it. Um, you can sit on sidelines forever and keep thinking about what could have been or um, keep thinking, man, that'd be nice if I could do that, but that doesn't get you anywhere. Just get over that mental, that mental hump and you can do it. I believe in you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I love, I love your attitude and your energy and your focus. Not obviously not everybody's there, but, um, that's great advice. I just want to say thanks for taking time out of your evening. Um, and, and like I said, sharing, sharing your story, what you're doing, where you're going and, you know, both the successes and the challenges that you're working through and, and hope that you uh, continue pushing along and whatever is happening with COVID that you get it figured out. Maybe you can let the rest of the world know how to resolve it. Awesome. I'd love to. <laughs> so thanks again. So, uh, there you go, uh, listeners, uh, Liz Ellis investing in real estate, uh, while living abroad, um, a pretty, uh, a pretty bold move. Um, but obviously she's got it figured out and she's having some success at that. So where can people connect with you? The best place is just my Facebook page. It's Liz Ellis. I'm sure you guys will drop it in the show notes. Um, but that's the easiest way. Perfect. Well, thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to serving you on our next episode. I'm all about doing what I want to do and living life to the fullest. Every day, me and my team, we're on a mission to help you achieve all of your dreams. Thank you for listening to my first investment property podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story and you want to be a guest on my show, please visit my website, edwincarrion.com forward slash podcast forward slash apply. And if you like what you heard today, please follow me on my social media channels, Instagram and Facebook at edwincarrion78 or click on the link on my website. Also, please subscribe to our show on Apple, Google, Spotify, and you'll find our podcast there, whatever you listen to your podcast. Once again, I'm Edwin Carrion. Thank you for listening to my first investment property podcast. Until next time. Mm-hmm.